But for right now, we're going to be chatting with Taryn. Good evening, Taryn. Anne, how are you doing? I'm not too bad, and you? Good, 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 good. Can't complain, can't complain. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm going to quickly recap for our listeners and invite them to have a chat along with us and call in on 021-446-0567, SMS 31567, WhatsApp 0725671567 and tweet at Cape Talk. So now, Taryn, you are a accessibility and inclusion auditor. Tell yes. us exactly what that is, please. So I basically audit hotels and public spaces from an accessibility point of view. So to make sure that services and offerings to people with disabilities are at an international standard and actually well thought through. So does that mean you travel a lot? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, for now, it's just uh, basically in Cape Town. <laughs> so with the, with the particular auditing, I've started as for two years, uh, two years now. Um, and so it's basically been around, uh, in an, uh, and, uh, around Cape Town. But uh, yes, I will be traveling quite a bit. So I bumped into you at an event and you were the keynote speaker and you spoke about, because you're in a wheelchair, I think I may not have said that to the listeners, but you're in a wheelchair and you spoke about how you came to be in a wheelchair and how that does not stand in your way. And I thought, you know, I really want other people to experience your story and just be as positively affected by it as I and everyone else in that hall were. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's quite a long and intricate story, but uh, for, for time constraints, I'm going to, <laughs> to summarize. Uh, I've got rheumatoid arthritis since about the age of 19. Um, but despite having arthritis, and with, with actually within the year, I suppose I need to clarify, within the year of being diagnosed, I needed to use a wheelchair uh, because the pain had just become unbearable in all of my joints. And, uh, and you know, despite having the disease, I suppose at times like that, you really search and, uh, you know, you search for answers and just, you know, and, and ask yourself, you know, where to from here? And uh, for me, it was I needed to come to learn that um, in the powers of the mind and how it affects one's body and life and, and, you know, how we can positively influence things around us. And it was that that I set the intention to uh, want that I wanted to go and live in Italy um, and that I wanted to live there uh, for longer than a year so that I can get to know the people and the culture. And I wanted to live in luxury so that I could debunk my own uh, feelings or, or beliefs in, in limitation. And Italy, I suppose, because at, at school I did art, and so I loved art and architecture and, and all the old buildings, uh, and then a couple of movies that I watched, and then eventually I met an Italian man, and that kind of just sealed the deal for me. <laughs> but I went over to Italy when I got the opportunity to actually partake in alternative therapy for arthritis. And what would you say to you know any of our listeners who suffers from arthritis, um, especially younger ones? Because I think a lot mm. of times it's kind of um, you know like a, a shock to the system when someone who is under thirty, for example, finds out that they have arthritis. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
you know, I can honestly say that the thing that, that, that really helped me, and mine was a very aggressive form of arthritis, um, but the thing that really helped me was changing my diet. Now, I was on the cocktail of all of the, you know, the medication that the hospital gives you, the anti-inflammatories and methotrexate and all of these types of uh, medication. But it was when I started taking responsibility for my own health, changed my diet, let go of a lot of emotional stuff because arthritis is also very much linked to uh, emotional causes. And, uh, and yeah, and when, when I started to do that, you know, because we, we're talking about essentially a state of inflammation and acidity within the body. So the more you can do to make your blood alkaline and your body alkaline, um, the better it is to help you with the pain, with uh, pains caused by inflammation. So definitely to focus on diet, um, you know, eating clean. Um, what I did for myself was to cut out sugars and carbohydrates, in, in terms of uh, breads and, you know, cakes and all of these types of things. Um, and so my diet for for a long time was very clean, uh, just fruits, vegetables, meats, uh, chicken, fish, and, uh, you know, just water and teas. But it really had an amazing positive right, effect right. on my body. Yeah. It, it sounds incredible, and I mean, I, I've met you, and I've seen you, and you look healthy. You have fantastic skin and a gorgeous smile. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I need to tweet a picture of you now after all that. <laughs> so Thank you so much, Anne. No, it's, it's, it's only the truth. It's only the truth. So just very quickly in closing... Um, as an accessibility and inclusion auditor and yes. having traveled uh, somewhat, you know, how yeah. do we fare as a country with uh, accessibility? You know, to be very honest with you, I mean, you know, we've taken quite considerable measures um, in, in, in status, you know, in comparison on a global scale as well. I mean, there's obviously countries that are, are far, you know, doing far better than what we are. Um, but uh, South Africa and especially Cape Town, um, there are measures put into place. But what I'm finding is that it's not thought through properly. For example, you have a cut curb where on one side, you know, you can go down with a wheelchair, but on the other side, they didn't think of cutting the curb up on the other, you know, cutting it down at the other right, side. Right, right, right. Um, you know, and so you're finding silly things like these that really shouldn't. And there needs to be, you know, a, a greater mm. um, understanding and conscientizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the, idea, the ideas are good, but the execution sometimes leaves a bit to exactly. be desired. Exactly. Okay. And then you always have the arguments about, you know, buildings and heritage sites and mm. cost implications and all of these kind of things. But I mean, you know, a society should be built for all people because the the drive that I'm on is not just for people with wheelchairs or disabilities. It's also, it's, you know, the age of we're all going to mm. get to a certain age one day where arthritis becomes more of a common thing uh, or other health complaints. And, you know, we need walkers and uh, canes and our family members to help us. And uh, so it, it is a drive to make spaces accessible and livable for, for, for all of us, essentially. Mothers and parents with kids as well, with prams. I mean, uh, you know, you'd know the hassle of... Uh, trying to get mm, up stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. Taryn, thank you I'm so sorry. much. Thank yes, you. Sir. Thank you so much for, 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 for having me for having me on your show. 
Uh, and it was absolutely fantastic to have met you the other day. No, you as well. You as well. We we have to we have to have a coffee. Um, I think so. At a place that has sorted out its accessibility issues. But yes. we, we have to do that. And then maybe you can report back to us again, you know, towards the end of the year um, about how that situation is, you know, going generally for us in, in SA, if people are thinking things out better and implementing them better. Absolutely. Absolutely. I look forward to that conversation. Brilliant. Have a great evening further, Taryn. Thank you so much, Anne. You have a wonderful evening and good evening to all of the listeners. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.